0: Hello everybody, this is future Michael here uh, with a quick little PSA since this is part two of a different episode. Uh, We are going to be taking questions for our Valentine's Day episode for just a little bit longer, just a few more days, and then we are recording uh, this Saturday. So this is your last chance, last call. You can email us at bigfatgaypod at gmail.com or you can write us on any of our social medias on Instagram and Facebook or you can just go to the website bigfatgaypod.com and find the contact form there. Uh, Let us know what you think. We've got some good questions already, but we're always looking for more. All right, on to part two of the episode.
1: Welcome back to the Big Fat Gay podcast, where we like to talk about the things that are weighing on our minds. This is actually part two of our story time episode. Dos. Uh, so, if you want to hear part one of the story time episode, go back and listen to the last episode first. Yes,
0: you'll probably need a little bit of context. Yeah. Uh, eh. There's oh, like, a lot of
2: context.
1: It, it, <laughs>
0: there's layers. It's salty sweet. You got to get the full, the full flavor
2: profile. So, welcome back.
1: I feel like this is not. I am not necessarily the only large guy who has had this experience, but um, I know it, we are a sound medium, so people don't always see me. So it can always be, it can't always be super easy to picture me. But I am a I am a body bottom heavy chubby guy, right? I've got a large waistline and a very thick legs. That's where I carry most of myself. Well, you're bottom
3: heavy and you're tall. Yes, Those and
1: the- I'm six foot three. Yeah, right. So. That made, for me, having so much thickness in my legs made car shopping a real pain in the ass mm-hmm. because mm. these, these cars are not built for people with thick legs, right? So getting in and out can be very difficult. So it took me a good solid couple of weeks of checking out different cars. Um, and this is when I first moved to California, so it was like 20 years ago, uh, and my dad was helping me out. Which might have been a bit of a tactical error since my dad doesn't really have any comprehension of size, size of what it's like. To, my dad, uh, to complete the image, is five foot three. Oh boy. He's, uh, I don't think he's ever weighed more until in his, in his, most of his lifetime, he weighed about maybe 160 to 180, sort of muscular, right? Okay. So when I was shopping for a car, my dad had absolutely no sympathy for (laughs) the difficulties I was going through. So, um, he kept kind of like shoving me into like convertibles and Mm. compact cars. Um, and eventually he would like to drive things. (laughs) My father to this day loves to drive. Right. Mm. Um, and the meanwhile, I eventually start kind of settling down on a VW bug. Right. Okay. And, um, at that time, the PT cruiser was sort of a big deal. Oh Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a long time ago. (laughs) um, And, But my dad was helping me buy the car at that point, right? And when I kind of started settling on these cars, he was sort of like, no, I don't know. You're not going to be happy in these cars because you're going to look so big in them. What? (laughs) Because they're... (laughs) They, even the PT Cruiser is kind of small, okay. right? And the VW Bug is known to be a small car. Yeah. The thing that he wasn't taking into consideration was the insides are fucking caves. Mm-hmm. Well, and they're round.
2: Yeah. yeah, they're round. You're driving oh. in a bubble. A, a Volkswagen kind of looks like a little fat person. Like the Bugs, yes. like, like at that <laughs> time, they were very round and it's like it's a little, little chubby guy. Yeah. And they, <laughs> they,
1: it was cute, but it was very fat friendly. But I could, like I literally was told as a fat man, you will look funny in these cars. And that's why I will not subsidize the car purchase. Oh, wow. God. So I ended up buying a RAV4, which was a great choice. Like I loved that car. It was a great car. It lasted a long time for me. But that sort of got embedded in me, I think, in a lot of ways in that. Like,
3: I'm hyper aware of how I look in a vehicle. Yeah, so this was not about how it would fit, whether you liked it. It was nope. how people will perceive how you when I you are in the car. How I will be
1: perceived when I am getting out of the car. Interesting. You know, and that sort of thing. And I I'm, I know I'm sort of pointing the finger at my dad about this. He's one of four different people who sort of gave me those indications, sort of made me feel that way, including one of my few, the few people I knew in California at that point who was like, yeah, you don't want to be going to an uh, like, you know, an entertainment event. You get out of the car and you're, you know Oh, well, that's such an LA
3: thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that because you
1: will always be seen with your car in LA. But that but like that folded into the fat thing for me. Yeah, of course. Mm. So it was just interesting that like I was a full grown ass man at that point, but I was still not being allowed to make my own decisions because of family pressure and friend
2: pressure um on what would look right on me. Have you I I'm pretty I mean, not t- tiny, but like short. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I tend to. I th- I think of things as bigger sometimes, just because I'm short, mm-hmm. even though I'm very wide and not not tiny, um, <laughs> and very not, I, very not compressible. Yes. Yeah. But I feel like you have like your car now is smaller. Like I feel like I would say it's smaller than a Volkswagen Bug. Yeah, so my like, car did, is
1: smaller now. Um, it's I drive a Prius C, which is the compact version of the C. Um, the compact part is in the back seat, right?
2: So. Yeah. Well, no, but just yeah. so we're like, Do you did th- you get over that? Yes. Or like I got you... over that.
1: I when I started shopping for my new set of cars, like I am not going to pay an extra five or six thousand dollars for car mm-hmm. that I don't need, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm one of those guys. I'd be perfectly happy driving like uh, what is it, the mini car, the the mini the car. Oh, as the, long as that I can be comfortable skate. in it, yeah. the Mr. Bean car? Yeah. <laughs> the only issue I have with the car I have now is it's too short for me. Getting in and out sucks mm. because my butt is about three inches off the ground.
0: It is but, a low car. I think yeah, it's, it's lower a than low car. car I yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But that, I think that just—I think that also speaks to how few options there are in that like mid-size, even mm. smaller mid-size category. I mean, I ran into this. Um, I went car, not car shopping, but I, I have been in the market for a new car for years now and the timing has never been right. And we've been in a pandemic. So it's like where I'm going to drive. Um, but I went and checked out. So Michael has a CX five, a Mazda CX five, which is great. And I was like, well, let me try. I wanted an electric car. So I tried the Mazda MX 30, which is their only electric car. And it's only currently only sold in California. Mm -hmm. And so we both went to sort of test it and see like, is it going to be big enough? Is it going to be too small? Like what's the deal? And as soon as he tried to get in the car, it was like, Oh my God, this is nowhere even close to working. Mm-hmm. This is so far away, but that would have been that perfect size where it is a little higher off the ground. It does have, Yeah, it's a small, it's a compact SUV that would be the perfect size for city driving, but it, there was not enough room inside. And how, they, how do you fuck that up when there are Priuses yeah. who have that, have that much room? Yeah, they, but people are
1: different. Yeah. People well, but different. the problem is uh, cars are not, you know, like cars always seem to be geared for tall or short. Right. But you're yeah. very comfortable in your Prius. Yes. Once I'm in, yes. Ah. Getting in and out is a genuine hassle. Trevor,
3: yeah. Trevor, do you fit in Don's Prius? I don't think you've. I don't think you.
2: I, Yeah, I haven't, but I don't know if we both would. I don't think we both it. would. Just because of the, it, like, of the top other. part. I mean, with, so Dan and I, um, we had, it's a Ford, I always want to say Ford Skate. Skate. Oh, it's escape. an escape. Yeah. Oh, okay. Bigger escape. And like that's we're, we're also trying, I mean, we haven't really done car shopping. Cause like the points we've been like enough. It's like, Oh, there's a giant, well, you know, surge, especially in car dealerships.
0: Yeah, that's true. Your so.
1: car is an interesting one to me because it's clearly built amply for large people to sit comfortably in it. Well, for the most part, but the seat belts aren't right. Well, I can't wear the seat belt in the backseat of your car, even mm-hmm. though it's, built for someone like me to be able to sit in the back seat of yeah. your car. Well,
3: we, we Trevor has a seatbelt extender in the front seat, mm-hmm. but I mean, what I love about the escape is it's high. Cause I don't like getting in and out of a low car. I think that's yep. torture. Mm-hmm. It sucks. And, yeah. but on the other hand, I want, I don't want a ladder like a Land Rover. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do You don't it. have to
0: jump up. To I don't want to sca- I, I,
3: I, uh, I, I had a, a, a fat boyfriend at the time who, who got a Land Rover. He literally gave himself a hemorrhoid getting oh. up into the goddamn thing. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, but Trevor, I think we like the height of my escape, but that side door doesn't really close with you inside.
2: No, I have to lean in. I'm always afraid it's going to be like the, the can of biscuits one day. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to like sneeze or something and bust out the door. You
3: know, like, on, you do, like you do on the airplane back <laughs>
2: Yep. Wait, no, no.
1: I, I <laughs> For me, it's the uh, like Dan is going to or. Whoever's driving is going to take a sharp turn, and like the extra pressure of my body is going to open the door and eject
0: me physically yeah. from the car as we're driving.
3: No, I, we took that feature off. <laughs> <sighs> Just too dangerous.
0: Yeah. All right, Dan. Oh, boy. What do you got for us? Once
3: upon a time, <laughs> once upon a time, I went to my first Chub Chaser event.
0: Mm. When was this?
3: This was probably.
0: 1875.
3: Yeah, I think mm. it was it was the last century, and <laughs> that's a good way to put it. I think it was He's not wrong. I think it was the later 90s, like 97, okay. maybe something like that. Mm. I'm gonna say there. I, I, I'm gonna say that. Okay, until I'm contradicted. It's <laughs> going through, until I'm contradicted by facts. It should also be said that I was in a relationship with a thin guy at the time. Oh. <gasps> I know. You should, well, oh,
2: Michael, you should have in the record scratch. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> and this
3: And this was a time when I was, I thought like, well, I finally figured out that I like fat guys, but surely that couldn't be a deal breaker in a relationship.
0: Mm.
3: Now's, mm. It, now's the record scratch. <laughs> um, no,
0: and, that's, that's more like
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Pac-Man dying.
3: <laughs> um. Anyway, there's a lot to tell about that, but it was mutually agreed upon that I should go explore this. And so with uh, my boyfriend's blessing at the time, uh, I went off to Las Vegas. This was, this was before there was a such a thing as Bigger Vegas. This was convergence that was taking place in Las Vegas. Uh-huh. And, oh my God, no, I'm wrong. It wasn't Las Vegas. Oh, it was so wasn't Las Vegas. <laughs> It was Reno. Ooh. Done. Done. <laughs> <laughs> Which if you've been to Reno, you know the difference. Um, and it was like the Sands Hotel. <laughs> It's like the meth whore sister of Las Vegas. <laughs> oh. yeah. But you know. Sorry, Reno
0: listeners. <laughs> we love you. The Reno <laughs> listeners
3: are like, hey, no, you're right. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I get there and I actually had made some friends in the Chub community. So I was like driving up with them and very excited. And I think they, I think I was the only newbie in the car. So, you know, mm. Michael, you know what yep. that kind of raps. <laughs> I know like. that feeling well. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, hold on. I feel like we need an image. Even if like who is in the car with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the writing system? And like, like is I'm imagining it, it's like kind of like a uh, Godfather, and it's like it was Vinny D, the super <laughs> <laughs> chub. <Yeah. laughs> I'm
3: just no. picturing five
2: guys in four pairs of pants. I
1: don't no, know. No, no, it
3: was um it was my friend, uh, my friend, Tony, who was kind of a star of the bear world. Hmm. And yeah, I think Sean, who was, uh, uh, uh at the time, a uh, very young newbie chubby chaser. Okay. And me, right. So we're driving up and we hit the lobby of the hotel. And this is, this is such a chaser thing, but it's like, Oh my God, look who's here. Because, you know, for acres of lobby, there are just gorgeous fat men. And I, again, I mean, if you, even if you're a chub, that you, one of the reasons I, I, I say to chubs that they should go to an event is because you will feel like you're with your people because it's like, oh my God, everybody looks like me. For a chaser, it's like, oh my God, this is where they all are. <laughs> it's like i was looking for vegetables and the supermarket has a whole section full of them <laughs> oh my god
0: but you forgot your wallet
3: you know and for the Chub point of view it's like you know i've always been green my whole life and i never fit in and there's a whole section of green food you know it's so it's very it's very um supportive on both sides but i think you know one of the defining and and like i that was when i i met my first super chub i had never had any experience i had known i had known that really fat guys existed but you know i never seen one or talked to one and oh my goodness and uh i, was, I, I was, love the fact that
1: we've talked so much about not grabbing people at random mm. but while, Nat, <laughs> while he is describing meeting his first super, <laughs> he literally has Your his hand, hands tactile. up it's in tactile. the boob squeezy it's position tactile.
3: it's tactile it's tactile i uh, of I, course i did that. not do that to him when yeah. i went <laughs> at yeah.
2: i asked dan if it was like uh fast time at ridgemont high where it's like the super chub getting out of the pool. Well, there was a pool scene Walking I'll describe. in slow motion <laughs> yeah. water dripping down. No, this down was the, the
3: opposite cuz this is something, you know, you know, what did I learn? <laughs> what did mm-hmm. you learn from this experience, Daniel? Um, no, he wasn't walking out of the pool, although that can be incredible. He was walking into the pool. And it was mesmerizing for me to see him walking into the pool and then walking towards the deep end. And he just keeps walking because he floats where the water level is like below his shoulders Mm -hmm. because he's really big. And it was just mesmerizing like, wow, that kind of flotation. (laughs) Like I never seen that. I never seen that. And And I think
2: it's always because I've been on the kind of the the receiving end of someone seeing that for the first time. Oh, yeah. Because I am just, I mean... (laughs) If I go scuba diving, we're going to need a all the all the weights. <laughs> you need a Buick to tie around you. Yeah. <laughs> um,
3: no, it's nice. I just kind of float. I do well at sea. Yeah, and like there's no different. Like standing on the bottom and 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 floating out in the ten foot depth looks the same. And from the surface.
0: <laughs> and there's something like, if you're in the pool and you're swimming around, there's something very. I don't know, something very kind of graceful about it. Yes. Mm -hmm. Or like,
3: well, something that I point out to chubs and chasers at events like this is in the water, Michael, you weigh more than your boyfriend,
0: Mm -hmm. which is a whole other dynamic. Yep. (laughs) I feel like that's a, that's like Well, uh, you have to cling on to stay floating. <laughs> can I just hold on to you, please? I'm tired of treading water.
3: Yeah, or like you're. Yeah, we're we're on the coping, like grabbing the side, and they're just floating out there. Anyway, oh, am
2: yeah, Sorry. There's been times where I've been in the pool with Dan, and he's like, can, he, like he's like struggling to stay afloat and like keep kicking. Like, can we can we go to the
3: shallow end? Yeah. Can we can we go to the shallow end so I can breathe? Yeah. Um, anyway, I struck up, a, a, a really wonderful friendship with this guy, uh, ended up visiting him, uh, in his home city, which was really great. Uh, and you know, we, we st- uh, still are in contact today. He is now, uh, married to a, a, a really great guy. And mm. anyway, it's, it's, it's a very happy ending, but something that I, I, and I've told this story in the book, but what I haven't told about this story is that this first time at this Chubb Chaser event. I had so many body issues Hmm. and I think, you know, people think that chasers couldn't possibly have body issues because well, we're chasers. We're, we're the privileged body and especially, you know, as a bodybuilder, but not being that much in the gay world because those weren't my people. Even whether Mm -hmm. or not I knew it, I could feel it. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, Michael, if you go to a traditional gay bar, you, you kind of feel like a tourist or a, At best, at best you feel like a tourist, right? You're like, oh, that's nice for you guys. (laughs) It must be interesting to live here, you know, it must be, but it's not for me.
0: The go-go dancer is getting in the way of the TV. Can you just move?
3: Well, but in in my case, and for a lot of chasers, we would look at the go-go boys and like, wow, he's really cut. Wow, I can see this on him. Oh, how do I get my, how I got my bicep to do that? So there's a lot, for some of us, there is a lot of comparison and there's something in bodybuilding Uh, Some gainers have this too. It's called bigorexia. Hmm. And bigorexia is the dysmorphic notion that you are smaller than this guy when in fact you are like twice his size. Hmm. But you always feel too small. Interesting. You always feel like, oh, I wish I were that. And what's funny is he's thinking the same thing looking at you. (laughs) (laughs) And it's this really funny hall of mirrors where everybody in the gym thinks that the other guy's bigger. (laughs) <laughs> and obviously somebody is, but nobody knows who it is. <laughs> so this, and gainers, like I said, will have this sometimes it's, you know, Oh my God, he's so much fatter than me. I wish we were that fat. Like, dude, you're twice his size. <laughs> um, and so anyway, the name for that in the common parlance is bigorexia. And this was also the first time again, this, this was my first time at a gay event in the sense of it was the only gay event I cared about
0: mm-hmm.
3: where I felt home. Yeah. And so I think I had a speedo at the time. And this was the first time that I had to manage my insecurities with being stared at by a hundred guys poolside wearing a speedo.
2: Mm -hmm.
3: I had never experienced people tracking me (laughs) like a flock of seagulls with their heads all turning. And like, how do you, cause I, and and, cause, and I talk about this because chubs often have to manage this at events because most chubs are not familiar with like, you are the sexiest thing on the planet right now. Mm-hmm. most chubs are not used to that kind of sexual attention on Moss. And guess what? Neither are a lot of chasers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a lot of chasers are, you know, cause a chaser in his hometown is just like a guy. And then he goes to an event like this and like, you are amazing. You are scarce. You are rare. You well, are.
2: <laughs> I'll add, I think with some chasers, it might not be that they've never experienced, Experience that? They've never experienced it where it matters and where they clock yeah.
0: it. Yeah, that's yeah. what yeah. I was going to say.
2: Where
3: you clock it and you care,
0: or or yeah, or you care because like you know if you're if you're walking around and like it's high school and like you know three different girls ask you out, it's like I but I don't care. Like, yeah, you don't even know they asked you out. What? You might
3: even you might not even know that they asked you out because right. all they said was, "Do you want to hang out Friday night?" Yeah, and you said, "I don't know." Yeah, because you didn't know what you were doing Friday night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it never occurred to you that was a date. So where this all sort of leads to is Roland. So Roland was this mega hot German chaser who was partnered with big, huge Santa daddy bear. Mm -hmm. But Roland was so intimidating to me because of how much better I thought he looked than I did. Mm. And it was a huge, Huge distraction for me, and it was always like, you know, is you know was he there? How do I look in this? How does he look in this? Mm-hmm. It was a huge, huge thing, where you know people chasers we will compare each other. Yeah, you know how how am I doing in the ranking? Yeah, Interesting. <laughs> and and I, you know I think to some extent Chubs do this too at Chub events. But again, I kind of wanted to give voice to the phenomenon that, yeah, it happens to chasers too,
0: yeah, i I am bracing for this, going to bigger Vegas. Um I have been told many times what to expect, and I don't think I will have any level of preparation that will actually help nope, nope. um and
3: and that's but I will say this, had I known that was all going to happen, I don't know what I could have done differently. I think it was better to just have it be all a surprise. Cause
0: cause, cause then what you don't do you have do? to stew about it ahead of yeah, time. And you don't have to worry about <laughs> Welcome it in <to> my life.
3: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, plus, I, I, plus what about the stuff that people tell you that doesn't happen?
0: Yeah.
2: You know, also, I don't know. I still have a very clear image in my head of like Michael walking by the pool and like slipping in and then like, just it's like piranha chubs <laughs> <laughs> and then just like, he comes out the other end of the pool with like a different swimsuit
0: on and just kind of like gasping. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, I, I, so I bought one of Patrick Allen Woods swimsuits, which look super, super cute. I have tried them on once just to make sure they fit. They fit great. And I am mortified to wear them. Like I'm excited to see like, I, I am. Ex- yeah. I'm extremely well, it, nervous. If
3: you like, I will give you coaching on how to walk through a crowd of chums with a speedo. <laughs> I think, I think.
0: Uh, yeah i well yes let's do that it's
3: actually simpler than it sounds um but i think one of the fundamental differences that we don't talk about enough in the community is number one chaser insecurity chaser body issues mm-hmm. but also so the like the difference one of the big differences between michael and me is introvert extrovert would mm-hmm. you agree with that
0: yeah yeah definitely
3: so I love events because I get to meet people. I get energy from meeting people. Mm -hmm. I have techniques for meeting people that I can share with you. If you want to know about how to meet people and you're not an extrovert Mm -hmm. and and they're really easy. But so I get energy from that. And like, for me, the hard part is sort of not being in the conversation to getting in the conversation. Once I'm in the conversation, we're great. Okay. Whereas for other people, they're like, you know, Oh my God. And it's going to get worse if I get in the conversation, you know, it's even more intimacy. It's even more, you know, Oh, you're looking at me. I'm somewhere between the two. Yeah. So I think one of the things that there that it's present at an event is just that idea of how do you manage the attention and what does the attention mean for you? Mm-hmm. And that's true for Chubbs and it's true for Chase's. Believe me, you know, there's a whole lot of Chubbs who don't know what to do with the fact that, oh my God, they are the sexiest dish in the room because they've never experienced that and they don't know, even know if they want that. I mean- I'm looking at you, Don. Like, sit, like, how do you want to be in that room? Where?
2: Oh yeah, that's, I'm, I'm. I'm excited to see that.
3: Me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because there's going to be people who are into you, and a you won't be into them or B, you won't get that they're into you. I <laughs> kind of
1: figured that I'd just be able to shove Michael into any room and then run. For
3: it. and
2: <laughs> look, look, it's no, Michael no, from the big no, fat no, gay podcast. <laughs> oh, I, I got to show Michael the opening of Austin powers on de- de- Saturday de- de- as de- a, like that's going to be Michael at, uh, bigger Vegas,
3: <laughs> <laughs> the opening number. Yeah. Tipped. Uh, no, I, no I don't mean to, I don't mean to be invasive, but just that idea of, cause you've talked about this in the podcast uh-huh. is, like, how does your sexuality fit with how you know yourself to be? How does your attractiveness mm-hmm. fit with how you know yourself to be? I I have to admit
1: it. It didn't even occur to me that this would really be an issue there. Because, like, there's other people. Like, I kind well, of figured I'm just, talking
3: about. Like, no, Don, they're into you. Not mm-hmm. into-
2: <laughs> and I will, I will say that, like, being a new person at the event. <sighs> Dare we like, say fresh meat?
0: Yeah. Like, Don, like, this new guy, this new tall who they will know from the Big Fat Game yes. podcast in, in some cases. Don is just like. Are we terrifying uh, you? Uh, What's with, yeah. with, with the effect over there?
1: I haven't really been that. Okay, now I'm getting
0: nervous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Welcome to my life. <laughs> well, I, well, but I, that's what I mean. Well, See, you're
3: obvious. Like, you're the one we just throw to them so we can mm-hmm. escape. Well, like, but, but that's what I mean. It's like, Michael, you know, I'm, you know, sorry, but you're a good looking gay guy and you have some experience with people being interested in you. He's the cute one. You know he's the. I mean, yeah, he's the. But boom, so but a lot of chubs. And again, Don, don't let me lump you into this if you're if you don't agree. But you know, a lot of chubs have no experience of that until they get to an event.
1: Yeah, like I'm. I've just sort of I, I will admit I haven't really thought this through. Like I didn't. (laughs) I didn't. And and now you're afraid of it. Sorry, but (laughs) uh, now I'm nervous.
3: No, but but I guess the opportunity is that you. You get to know I, yourself in a different way. I feel the need <laughs>
1: to go back right now to a conversation that we had so long ago. Dan explained to us like, oh, it's a non-sexual thing. You don't need to worry. It's,
3: when did I say it was non-sexual? <laughs> <laughs> I never I said it do was You remember non-
0: this. I, I do remember this. The, <laughs> when did I say it was If non-sexual? we're doing this now, we can do it. Um, so, so let me just, this is not a criticism, but it is a an, an experience that Don and I have had where the and there's proof because it's in the show. Um, <laughs> oh boy. Our experience of the description of what to expect a, at an event went from prior to us agreeing to go was mm-hmm. it's it's like 90% yeah. social interaction and 10% sex. I mean there's sex sexuality if there, there if you look for it. And then it, and then it changed to like oh it's I would say it's about 70% social and then there's a lot of sex involved and and you know you can do that. And then when we did the talk with Brad and Jim uh, then it turned then it turned into yeah. oh my so god it's sex all the time and the if you're not there for the sex orgy then room.
3: <laughs> you know, well, but I will, before you get <laughs> in, because <laughs> it's all
0: of those things. Yes. It is
3: ax- wouldn't you agree, Trevor? Yes. It's but, all of those things. But I will well, say you- ever
0: since we bought tickets, <laughs> it has continued to increase. <laughs> those tickets
2: have completely flipped. Michael, look down at the ticket. It's actually a dick in your hand. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will say that I think it's because <laughs> I, I especially bringing up the thing with Brad and jim mm. i think it's also a level of opt-in yeah. but i think the more you go to the events the more you can manage that nozzle um but i mean there definitely is something like not only are you both new to the event which is always like when there's someone you haven't seen before it's always like who's that where are they where are they from what's their story i think it's that but it's also that's michael for Big fat gay podcast. It's I still have, have fat, no concept podcast. of how much of a fact. I don't really be. either. I mean, I think, yeah. I, think I know that. Only, this is my experience as like the person who manages the social media and just the level of, Oh my God. Who's he? Oh, Michael's so cute. Oh my, like anytime I post Michael in the stories, it is so exciting. <laughs> don't worry. I mean, I, <laughs> I know. Someone who has been to these events and knows, like the, you know, introvert who has been to these events, just the sheer exhaustion I experience from like
3: a thousand guys, a thousand people,
2: but also just like, okay, I am maxed out and I just need to get back to the room. Yeah. But the level of mm-hmm. like, I navigating back through masses and you see someone and you have to stop and talk to them, or, and you at least have to give like a little thing, like, okay, well, well like, and I'll see you or, later, or you
3: legitimately want to talk to them,
2: yes, because you haven't I seen am, them in a year or five. I am probably going to rent a scooter this year and I will be able to just veer out <laughs> across tires screeching yeah through the the campus i so want
3: w- at least one ride on the back of the, scooter <laughs> through the lobby he will be the bat coming out of hell yes i i'm so excited <laughs> i've never done uh, that before. so i
2: will uh rescue you i'll just be like <laughs> well hop on uh, yeah. hop in I did, the basket I did my, not get right. my
1: bigger I bayou this. swamp boat ride so oh boy. you are going to be my swamp boat you are going to be driving uh, okay. me around that pool
0: and We're going to jump the
2: pool.
3: (laughs) Oh, yes.
0: All right, we're off. So into it. We're off the rails, gentlemen. Evil, fat and evil. Um, (laughs) I like that evil, fat and evil.
2: (laughs) 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 Episode title?
3: No. Yes. Yes.
2: Um, Evil, fat and evil. (laughs) No,
3: I I don't mean to alarm anyone, but yeah, there is a sexual current at these events. and it's that, 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 That is not what we are used to yeah. because we're chubs and chasers. Certainly. Well, it'll
1: be interesting too. Cause like Michael is an introvert. I've I, until the co until COVID I was an extrovert. Um, it'll be interesting to see how we both react differently. And, and mm-hmm. it is, it is a mm-hmm.
2: nozzle that yeah. I think it's, and it's like one of those things where like you're, you go to someone's hu- you're staying at someone's house. It's like our shower where it's like, a, you got to master it. There's all the different knobs and you got to figure out, the right balance of turning them. You know what I'm talking about. I haven't used your shower. I've only used the guest shower. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm talking about. The, I'm really oh, good at oh, fiddling with like knobs, six, though. So. It has six <laughs> different knobs. And yeah. It's unclear what they all do. Do you have multiple uh, uh, shower heads? There's one for hot water, one for cold water,
0: one for like, I think. Bat, it's bath with a shower head. Like yeah. you send it up to the shower. See, heads I got to go
1: into a shower once where there were six shower heads oh, at boy. various levels. <laughs> I was clean in maybe like 15 seconds, but you couldn't get me out of there in like 15 minutes. <laughs> like I loved that.
3: It's <sighs> so, well, amazing. That's going to be Vegas for you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Okay.
1: We're just <laughs>
3: semen coming at you from every direction. I really no. I just I just gone. meant that you're going to be, like, you could be there for 15 seconds and get the job done, but you're going to stay for like a half an hour. <laughs>
2: well, let's uh, try to let's get, this. This get this along. I'm trying to get back control of my scooter so we can <laughs> get back to the room. Do we have a bit?
1: We do have a bit. Um, I feel like our bit is reaching back. Far back Way in time back. to the beginning of this episode. Oh well, gosh.
0: Let's let's be honest. To the beginning of the previous episode, because this yeah. is definitely a two-part. Yes,
1: yes, yes, yes. Um So remember back last week when? <laughs> last previously on Big Fat Gay Podcast. <laughs> Uh, we were talking about the uh, M&Ms changing up their logos. <laughs> That's right. I, I know I've discussed food logos on the uh, food mascots on the show before, mm-hmm. but I, I am fascinated by mascots and logos. So we're going into a few more okay. famously failed food food mascots from the past. Oh. Okay,
2: Or successes that faded away unexpectedly. This always makes me nervous. <laughs> America does not have a great history with uh, food mascots.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, with their slick haircuts and ultra-stylish shoes, the California Raisins were a phenomenon. Oh, yeah. The Raisins really put us on—and Claymation on the map, the advertising company who made it—Raisins uh, sales increased by 20% following the first commercial— uh, the California Raisins recorded four albums. Oh my God. <laughs> Their cover of Grapevine was top 100 Billboard hit and were nominated for an Emmy Award. No. Ray what? Charles was given the claymation makeover in a California Raisins commercial in which he sings his version of Grapevine with a sultry, soulful Lady Raisins. Oh, the question is okay. What killed the California Raisins? Too much sun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> melanoma <laughs> well done you caught
0: it, <laughs> it uh, up.
1: what oh. killed the california raisins one the california raisin advisory board was disbanded in shame after a sex scandal between the wife of their chairman and one of the california raisins
3: what the voice oh. Oh, oh, oh.
1: <laughs> Two, marvin Gaye's heard it through the grapevine songs price was raised to 1.6 million per use mm. making the ads far too expensive to continue Three, the advertising budget for raisins was reduced from 20 million per year to 6 million per year, making claymation too expensive. Or four, they were replaced by a new mascot that never made it to television an evil winemaker who wanted all the grapes for their wine instead of raisins. <laughs> no. <laughs>
2: Dan has feelings. I- I'm going to say the
0: budget because I can just kind of. Huh. Because
3: I don't really. I don't know if raisin sales went up 20%. Yeah, they that's, had a that's budget.
0: the way the, the numbers ones don't work for me because of that. Mm-hmm. Unless, I don't know, maybe they well, made no, a dumb the, decision.
3: The, the the price of the royalty on the song, that makes
1: sense to me. And I, I will say that the 20% increase followed
0: the first commercial,
1: and they ran for quite some time. Yeah. yeah. What was, the, what was <laughs> so. the option number one? Uh, California Raisin Advisory Board was disbanded in shame after a sex scandal between the wife of their chairman and one of the California raisins. Mm-hmm. I guess raisin, I'll, I'll, raisins I'll go with the song, yeah.
0: the song royalty. Increasing song in royalty,
1: increasing. I'm going to go with the royalty.
0: I was
2: going with the um
0: the, the budget, budget,
1: yeah, the budget. And the correct answer is you always say stick with Trevor, and you never Damn do. <laughs> Son of a bitch. The budget for raisin advertising was decreased from twenty million to
2: six million, and they could no longer afford the commercials.
1: Why Damn. are you so? Brilliant?
0: I didn't realize. I mean, I knew claymation was time-consuming. I didn't realize it was that expensive. It's really expensive.
2: Yeah. Well, there was also at some point there was like I think a California Raisins video game.
0: Yeah. And also,
2: I think it was like, uh, like a Saturday in the morning cartoon. It was
1: like the post-raisin box and raisin cereal box. Think of so. the
3: time to train the raisins.
1: <laughs> All right. <laughs> Who was dubbed by BuzzFeed as the most terrifying cereal mascot ever? <laughs> you mean he was in multiple campaigns? One yep. after the other? One, <laughs> Minty the Blob. What? Oh. <laughs> Originally meant to join Count Chocula and Frankenberry, Minty's chocolate mint cereal failed to catch on in limited test markets. That sounds awful. And was it sounds scrapped. awful. That sounds horrible. Princess Petunia. Post short lived floral breakfast cereal made with Ugh. lavender, rose, and other flower failures featured a manic, obsessed princess on its box that was less evocative of flowers and nature than I'll suck your dick for a bowl of cereal. <laughs> 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 God. Three, oh, that's got to be real. Crinkles the Clown, <laughs> who would burst out of a doghouse and crash through paper walls, growling, I'm hungry, before stomping to a breakfast table to devour, devour a large bowl of ser- sugar rice crinkles, maniacally telling us, it's so good, I crinkle every time I eat it.
0: Oh, God. Wow. That
1: or is- four, the Shredder. Frosted mini-wheats was briefly represented by a post-apocalyptic maniac armed with twin chainsaws. He would burst into kids' living rooms and start shredding everything until he was confronted with a bowl of already shredded frosty mini-wheats. That's got to be it. I
2: like that one. One of these is real. I'm going to go with, I like shredder, but I know that. I don't think they would use that because of Ninja Turtles. Well, I'm almost wondering
0: if they did it and then realized after the fact that they they could use it. And then that might have been partially why it didn't. And he Um, was
1: was named The Shredder, if that means anything.
2: I want to say Crinkles because I feel like... Oh, yeah. I think Crinkles
3: or the... I, I think crinkles is either Krinkles. real or Don, you need an award for writing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. These are amazing. I, I think
0: Crinkles is just the
2: perfect cause like the other ones <laughs> are silly. Crinkles reminds me of the Kool-Aid man, but I can, I don't know. It just feels right. Like, cause I haven't, I mean, I haven't heard of any of, you know, the cereals, but oh, no. I don't just feel it. So it feels right. And like, the copy of like I crinkle every time I eat them just feels right for like a Let cere- me just say, Trevor,
1: I admire your thought process on all of these
3: always.
2: It, it feels like the perfect like bad slogan and that it's a cereal that wouldn't survive long. Because it's just there's it doesn't got have a lot going for it. Like it's just a sugary. I guess that's cereal. true.
0: Crinkles theoretically, if Sugar it did rice exist, crinkles. doesn't exist anymore.
1: Sugar rice crinkles.
0: Yes. That was the Sugar cereal that he represented. Crinkles. Okay. What do you got, Dan? I just
3: love the shredder.
0: (laughs) I don't even think. I'm not even sure it's right. I just love it. Splitting again from Trevor. Should we?
3: Well, no, we're stupid. Yeah. All right. Well, continue to be stupid. I say shredder. Okay, we got two
1: shredders and we got a a frosted rice crinkles sugar rice crinkles. Don't tell me, boys. I told you before. (laughs) Always (laughs) listen to Trevor.
0: (laughs) How is this possible? Because we're stupid. <laughs> Crinkles the crown
1: actually only lasted for like one or two ads. But if you I, I actually post pasted a picture to my email, but it didn't come through. You need to see the picture of this clown because he is terrifying. OK, that's the that's the, just that's wrong the show image then. OK, and to continue that Crinkles the Clown didn't last long, but uh, Sugar Rice Crinkles did go on without him. Really? Who replaced <laughs> Crinkles the Clown oh, as the mascot for Sugar Rice Crinkles? So high, a racist depiction of a small Chinese-ish oh, boy that uh, spouted charming, charmingly pronounless phrases with a few assos thrown in for good measure. Crispy, I Two. see where this is going. <laughs> two, are, you, are you sure this isn't cringy? <laughs> two, crispy, a talking piece of crisp rice that could only shout because crisp rice is so loud, apparently. <laughs> Three, the crisps. A family oh. of anthropomorphized crisp rice pieces that would gleefully advocated the flesh of their kind as a part of a balanced breakfast, <laughs> or for uh, a depressed bowl that could only be made happy by
2: filling it with sugar rice crinkles.
3: Oh, like Ferdinand. <laughs> okay,
2: so Don, since you appreciate my thought process, please <laughs> where we're going to go through, through it. Is. So this is a real thing. It feels like it's a fifties or sixties Like that's my the vibe I'm getting from it. Mm-hmm which means that they would um like 100% go with the most racist option here. <laughs> and because I know they would, there is like, my logic behind this is I can totally imagine the copy be like, oh, see, because we're racist and I'm a 50s businessman, we should have hit the joke be that he says clinkles. <gasps> oh. Which I, the way Don is nodding, it's like, this is 100%. <laughs> I know that like, I mean the, was, this is uh, I watch Michael's mad looking mad very suspiciously right do you now. really want
3: to fuck up the name of your own product oh my god well yeah I mean in the interest of raises I'm sure it's funny <laughs> Dan it's a
2: it's fucking funny. joke now <laughs> <laughs> eat your finish eating your cigarettes
3: so we can
0: wrap up All this right, meeting well, I have learned my lesson I'm gonna go with Trevor on this one
3: I don't know I, I could still be stupid you could what do you think Dan
0: <laughs> we're gonna lose anyways it's so. true? No, true it's true
3: I'm 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 going to go with the uh, the the Crisps the music group just because the Crisps just to prove my stupidity okay mm-hmm.
1: yeah and, and I don't know why you keep doing this Dan just listen to Trevor <laughs> <laughs> so high the racist oh impression of a small Chinese ish oh boy is God. in fact <laughs> the right <It's> part. real
3: <laughs>
2: I
1: mean I think
3: oh. it's live in a better world than the rest of you at the Who top thought this is a good
2: idea at the top of this bit I <laughs> acknowledged the extreme like. Bad uh, history, the, yeah, of- the, the, the that basically the for like the past of mascots is like okay. What if we just come up with the most racist thing yep. uh, that people can associate with our product?
3: Yep. And I
1: think it actually just came from it being rice. Oh, rice of course, is oh. Uh, of
3: course.
1: Well, that makes so much sense.
3: Yeah.
1: Oh God. All right. Last one. Have any of you ever heard of Popsicle Pete? No. No. Not po- in a
3: cereal. No.
1: Popsicle <laughs> Pete represented the popsicle brand. Starting in 1939, and he was created by the same marketing team that invented Bazooka Joe, who most people do know, right? Uh Yeah. Uh, The the part of the phallic cartoon character. (laughs)
0: Although he had fallen
1: out of usage by 2020, he was officially retired at that point. Why was he retired? One. A satirical article reported him as being part of a thruple with Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben. Oh, dear. Oh, boy. Popsicle brand retired him to distance themselves from the scandal in a publicity stunt meant to capitalize on the cancellation of the other two mascots. Ah. Uh-huh. Hmm. Two. The advertiser stopped advertising to kids under 12 to fight childhood obesity. <laughs> Three. <laughs> okay. Popsicle Pete was discovered to have been copied as a mascot for a popular gay animated porn site yeah, the, the, where Popsicle Pete had been sucking more than Popsicles since the late 90s. Well, that's where I know him from. The mascot was quietly retired in
0: order, in order to avoid publicity. What's that meme the the girl is like, my favorite what? flavor of Popsicle is dick. <laughs> Do you know this, Trevor? No. You what? never heard that? It's a thing. It was. This is years ago. This is a long time ago. Anyway. Okay,
1: or option four, Popsicle Pete had recently been redesigned into Popsicle Patricia anticipated to be launched in 2022 as the first trans uh, trans food
3: mascot.
0: Uh,
3: I find that hide- hide I think the good
0: first good. one, I think I think they wanted to use, capitalize on the, uh, I can see that being their marketing push, given that he's probably not effective as a mascot anymore anyway. Mm-hmm. And so they go, Oh, there's this random tiny little bit of buzz about our character. We're going to capitalize on that by, you know, canceling him and,
3: and then that whole gay porn scandal. Um, maybe it was what, both.
0: <laughs> so, wait,
2: sorry. What year was it canceled? Uh, 2020. 2020. So, it would have said the childhood obesity thing, but it seems like that's not... Like, that That would have been earlier.
0: How um, do you
3: not market popsicles to children?
0: I, and, <laughs> I mean, and who else eats them? Also, like, I don't see any, like, popsicle maker being that... Awa- like they make popsicles. Like they're always going to be linked to childhood obesity. That's they're they're not going to save themselves. I will say
3: popsicles are something they give you in hospitals. You're you're right. They're going to turn this into a medical device. It'll be a medical
2: Um, I almost want to say popsicle Patricia Mm -hmm. because like, it's such a weird thing. And I feel like the first one, like I can see that, but I can also see them not acknowledging that. And I also feel like I would have heard about the whole like, three-way mascot thing just because yeah, maybe because I'm extremely online and I was like extremely, extremely online in 2020. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
1: So we got one for the thruple. We got one for,
3: for trans mascot, uh, popsicle Patricia. I, I'm highly doubtful that it is popsicle Patricia, but it is Trevor. And, um, <laughs> so I'm going to go with that. Okay.
0: No, I'm the idiot. All
3: right. Well, are you,
1: because Am the I? question is here, you, Dan may have listened to Trevor. But did Trevor listen to Trevor?
2: Uh,
1: <gasps> Trevor did not listen to Trevor. Didn't. It was the because, first one. It was the first one. Trevor's first thought was the uh, stopping to fight childhood. Obesity. No. That was, 20, no. I mean, they I, were referencing an article in 2016, but the corporation made the decision in 2020 to discontinue Popsicle Pete in order to help fight childhood obesity. Wow. Oh, how very oh, brave. Well
2: of them. done. <laughs> well, good job. Me. <laughs> I should listen to myself more often. Actually, that's the thing. Uh, Specifically with like when I want to buy something, Mm. I'll be like, I'll get it later. And then like, even if it's like five minutes later, it'll just be like it's sold out. It's gone. It's (laughs) It's funny though.
1: If you look at Popsicle Pete, he looks so much like uh, Bazooka Joe that like they were not
2: working very hard.
0: (laughs) Oh, it's the end of the episode. It's uh, (laughs) Well, it's the end of the two
2: episodes. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, You ready? I'm I'm looking at Popsicle Pete. Okay. Stand by.
2: He's terrifying. Let me see. (laughs) Well, that's why he does better in gay porn. And
1: don't forget Crinkles the Clown. (laughs) Come on, a popsicle logo doing
0: selling gay porn—that would be awesome.
3: Well, I wasn't joking when I said that's where I yeah, know there he him is. from. Ah, oh. yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Oh. Oh. Whether or not that was the reason that he got canceled, he's definitely done gay porn. Whoa, yeah. I mean, that's the only way you can get a mouth stretched that wide. It's true. And he has practice from the popsicles.
3: yeah it's, Oh, that's
2: huge.
0: All right, Trevor, take us home. Is this
2: from another country or something? I there's like there was a popsicle Pete cartoon in the '80s, which like oh my god. Yeah.
1: they reinvented him a couple times i actually
2: think uh 80s popsicle pete is kind of cute that's definitely oh totally i would always get like crushes on uh, redhead animated characters i'd bang him (laughs) yeah anyway
1: well apparently he's (laughs) worse
2: do you he likes to suck what do you think of popsicle pete we're on instagram (laughs) and twitter as at big fat gay pod on Facebook is the Big Fat Gay Podcast. Five stars everywhere. Yes. Um, yeah, write a review. We haven't gotten a review in a while. A nice review. If you're if you hate us, you probably haven't gotten this far. <laughs>
3: See the articles.
2: <laughs> See the articles we talked about at www.bigfatgaypod.com Yay. Um yeah, maybe your uh this episode is it's been sweet and salty, and now you're all kind of hot and bothered and you're having a popsicle. Hot and bo- okay. Uh and to cool down and um oh oh boy
0: um yes and what's happening right you now you realize <laughs> this is an audio are format, you getting Dad? turned on no, <laughs> no Trevor, i forgot, why are
2: you blushing i had something funny and i forgot what i was gonna say so <laughs> now you're just standing here with a popsicle and it's starting to melt so <laughs> watch out
3: you are welcome
2: I I was just in this void in my mind and then I just heard sucking
3: sounds.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We all heard it. (laughs) It's
3: all technique, gentlemen, all technique.